So Matthew 3, 11 to 17, I just want to talk to you about water baptism. As you're thinking about it, I hope that it's going to encourage you to get baptized if you have not been baptized. So Matthew chapter 3, 11 to 17. So I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not worthy even to be a slave or carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into the barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. He said, I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Father, we thank you for your word here this morning. We thank you that, Lord, that you are with us and that, Lord, that you're able to do the exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. You tell us that we have not because we ask not. You tell us, Lord, that all things are possible with God. Even though we might look at things and deem them as impossible, Lord, you tell us with man, yes, this may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And so, Father, we're just praying as well, Lord, for needs that would be represented in this congregation here as well. Uh, Lord, those that maybe are going through a time of suffering or discouragement, maybe those that are going through a mental illness, Lord, or maybe going through a disease, Lord, that has touched their body and ravaged their bodies. Father, we're just praying for turnarounds and miracles in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we pray your blessing over this word today in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning I want to share with you about water baptism and get you to think about it and to consider that maybe water baptism is something that you should be participating in if you haven't already and to sign up for coming up on May 21st. Now water baptism, it's a Christian practice for followers of Christ that testifies of the individual being baptized that they have chosen to follow Jesus Christ. It's an act that follows an understanding of faith and belief in Jesus Christ. And it's a choice that's made by the individual that testifies they're now choosing of their own accord to follow Jesus. And that's something that's wonderful that we get to see and rejoice with people because in our world today, often you, know, you, you don't be, aren't able to maybe stand up in front of everybody. We don't have that opportunity every week to stand up and say, hey, I just received Jesus today. Uh, but the Bible says that there's great rejoicing in heaven every time even just one person commits their life to Christ. The Bible says angels are rejoicing in heaven. And so as we are baptized, we're signifying that very fact that we've chosen to follow Jesus Christ. Now, it is a practice that is different from infant baptism or child dedication. Those are quite similar where parents commit their children uh, to the Lord and 
with a desire that they would serve the Lord as they grow older. Now, water baptism is when the individual decides for themselves to be a follower of Christ. And so there's a difference there where parents are deciding with uh, infant baptism or child dedication that they want their child to follow in the ways of God versus water baptism, which is the person, the individual, deciding for themselves to say, I want to be a follower of Jesus. And this baptism is more than just a, a sprinkling that will take place, uh, but an immersion in water. And as you read the Bible, you will see that, that they always went down into the river. They came up out of the river. Uh, Jewish practice of baptism was also that way as well. And so if you want to get baptized, you're going to get wet. And uh, the tank that we put out here, right here and uh, in front of me, uh, we also heat it. And so it's actually very nice to be baptized in very warm water. But anyway, uh, that's what we uh, are going to be doing. And to be baptized, the, the word baptize itself means to dip or to submerge. And so that's why we follow through with immersion in our baptismal time. And I might also want to add here that water baptism is about a choice to follow Christ. It's not about a choice to follow a church or follow a denomination because some people, they kind of bring that into their uh, belief system that, oh, I get baptized to show that I'm part of this church or I'm part of this denomination. And friend, that's not what baptism is about. Baptism is about a decision to follow Jesus Christ. So when we baptize people, we're not uh, uh, baptizing them or encouraging them to make any commitment to the church. We're asking them to make a commitment to Jesus Christ. And we want to make that clear. So baptism is not about a church. It's not about a denomination. It's about a choice to serve Jesus Christ. Another area sometimes that causes confusion is that does baptism save you? Uh, You need to realize it's your faith that saves you. However, baptism does show that you're placing your faith in Christ. And so often that confusion sometimes happens. But uh, water baptism, it doesn't save you. It's your faith in Christ that saves you. And so we do have a baptism that is planned, and we haven't had one for a while, and uh, we had lots of snow. And uh, to be honest with you, we didn't want to wade to that snow uh, to bring the baptismal tank in. It was quite the job just to bring the cross in uh, from out there because that snow was really deep above your knees. finally melted, and so uh, a little bit easier to bring that in now. And uh, we're going to do that on the 21st. And so if you've never been baptized, I want to encourage you uh, to do that. Or maybe you haven't uh, served the Lord for many years. You've walked away from God, and you're feeling that you want to be rebaptized. And if you're feeling God impressing you that you need to be rebaptized, uh, then you can talk to us as well. Just go into this room uh, right here in my right, the first room. I believe it's 105 on the door, but it's just this one with the glass. Uh, if you go in there afterwards, Pastor Christopher is going to be there. I'll be in there a few minutes later. Uh, But uh, sign up for water baptism. Uh, It's going to be a great day. Now, I want to share with you some things just to help you to think about water baptism and all that it means. Because there's a lot of meaning to baptism that we sometimes kind of go over quickly. And we just kind of settle for that part that is just about, you know, I want to follow Christ. Well, it's, it's more than that. There's a lot of things you're signifying as you are baptized. And the first thing that water baptism demonstrates is repentance. And 
it, it, it signifies that we've repented of our sins, that we have made a choice to turn away from the way that we were living to now live in a new way to follow Jesus Christ. And as we repent, we are forgiven. And so it's a realization that as we're baptized, you're, you're realizing, you know, I've repented of my sins and I am forgiven. And, you know, sometimes they talk about that washing of the water over us, washing away those sins. Well, actually, the blood of Jesus does that for us, but it's a symbolism that that takes place. Mark 1.4 says, the, the messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness, and he preached that people should be baptized to show they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. And so that's, that's pretty clear. I did. That was why you should be baptized, that we've repented of our sins and we've turned to God to be forgiven. And so that's something that's very important. So what comes uh, first is that acceptance, that's a belief in Christ, and that we've actually come to that place where we're saying to God, God, I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry, Lord, that I've lived my life without you in mind, that, Lord, you weren't even in my thought process but now you are, and I'm turning my life over to you. And, and that's something that's important. Matthew 3.11 says, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins. Acts chapter 2, Peter speaking to the multitude that had gathered, he says, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and then you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we've got to come to that place where we recognize that we all have sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. We've all come short of that relation, of a holy relationship with a holy God. And we must come to realize that, you know, our lives we've been living may not have been pleasing to God. And now we're making a choice to say, you know what, I'm going to leave that life behind. I'm going to put it behind, I'm going to bury it, and I'm going to live a new life. And that as people are watching us, they witness us declaring that through baptism that we're saying, you know what, that old life is now going to be buried. It's going to be put behind. I've asked God to forgive me. And now I'm moving forward to live for him. And so that's an important part of baptism, about a choice that we're making to change our lives and to put our former way of living behind us. And that's where baptism should start, where we repent of our sins with a commitment to change our ways, to follow after God. And it is a living testimony and proclamation that we're telling everybody, you know what, I'm going to live a different life than what you've seen before. And so that's very important as we get baptized that we recognize that's what we're declaring to all those who are watching us. And then secondly, water baptism demonstrates one turning to God, turning to believe, uh, a change in direction in one's life, to trust and commit their way to God through his son, Jesus Christ. Matthew 3.11 says, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. And again, water baptism is about a choice that we have made to turn to God and turn to his son, Jesus Christ. And it's a realization that God really does love us that much that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. And, and so we're professing that, that we really believe those scriptures that Jesus Christ is the truth, the life, and the way. And so baptism is about choosing and testifying that one now believes in Jesus, 
Not a church, again, or not a denomination, but one has faith in Christ and desires to follow Christ. So there's no pledge of allegiance to a church or a denomination, rather there's a pledge of allegiance to Jesus himself. Now, Philip the evangelist in the book of Acts, he preached this message as he traveled from place to place. And we, we pick up a story in Acts chapter 8 as he's preaching to the people of Samaria. And they receive his message. And the Bible says that many believed in Jesus and were baptized right after that confession. Acts 8, 12 says, But now the people believe Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. And as a result, many men and women were baptized. So to be baptized, you know, it's quite important for us to come to that place where we repent of our sins, uh, that we make a commitment to change our lives and turn to God, believing in Jesus Christ. Uh, that was further demonstrated by the Ethiopian eunuch who heard the message of Jesus as Philip was uh, walking along the road and he came along and Philip jumped in his cart and began to share with him about Jesus. And as they came to some water, the eunuch asked, well, what's hindering me from being baptized? Uh, in Acts 8, 37, 38, it says, you can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he ordered the carriage to stop and they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. So again, that's a, that's a crucial step before participating in water baptism that you actually are turning your life over to Jesus Christ, that you're placing your faith in him, that it's a testimony and a visual act that you have welcomed Jesus Christ into your life and that you are now choosing to follow him. And so again, those are probably your biggest important parts of baptism to realize that you really are standing before others to say to them, I have decided to follow Jesus Christ. And so that's what you're signifying when you're baptized. Now, a third area of water baptism is that it demonstrates that one is obedient to God and to Scripture. The Scripture tells us, Matthew 28, 19, Jesus' words before he ascended into heaven. He said, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And here we receive a command and a commission that Jesus gives to us before he sends into heaven that his followers are to make other disciples wherever they go, and that when they make those disciples to follow Christ, that they then should baptize them. And so when people come to faith in Christ, they're to be baptized to show they now believe and have chosen to follow Christ. So it's something that's very important for us as Christian people, uh, as we come to that place of faith in our lives, that we accept Jesus, but also to take that next step to, to come to that place where we say, I want to be baptized and water. Now, Jesus himself, as we look at, at Jesus, uh, we see that he was baptized as an adult. Uh, he was also, uh, when he was just uh, six days old, uh, they brought him to the temple, and uh, he was dedicated to the Lord then. Uh, but Jesus himself, uh, reaching adulthood, decided, I need to be baptized. And, and he said to, to John, he said it was needed because he needed to fulfill all righteousness and to fulfill what God requires. And to me, if Jesus did something, 
and we're his followers, I think we should be paying attention to what he did and to follow and doing what he did as well. And also it says here that the Father requires it. So really there shouldn't be any excuse for us but simple obedience to the fact that God speaks to us and says, when you come to that place of faith, your next step should be to follow the Lord in the waters of baptism. Matthew 3, 15, Jesus said, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. And so John agreed and he baptized Jesus. So baptism is actually a requirement from God. It's not something that, well, like most of us treat it as something that's optional. No, it's something that God says is a requirement from God. And so to get baptized, uh, we're actually, uh, again, being obedient to what the Word of God says and to what Jesus is telling us. And so, again, and if Jesus got baptized, I think that kind of should tell all of us we need to get baptized in water. So water baptism is about obedience and doing what God requires. Then fourthly, water baptism, it demonstrates our identity with Christ, even to the extent of identifying with his death and with his resurrection. There's a lot of symbolism that takes place in water baptism that sometimes we're not aware of. First first of all, baptism identifies us as followers of Jesus. So Again, we're not talking about a church or a denomination. We're talking about that baptism signifies we are a follower of Jesus Christ. And so we're identifying uh, with Christ that we are his followers. So that's the first part that we identify in baptism. But there's more that we identify as well because it also tells us in Scripture that as we get baptized, we're also identifying with the death and resurrection of Christ. So there's a symbolism that is there that reminds us of the death and resurrection of Christ. Colossians 2.12 says it this way, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and with them you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. So we identify in baptism with the death and resurrection of Christ. So when we go down into the water, we're identifying with the death and burial of Christ. Doing so, we were saying that, you know, my old life is past. It's dead. It's buried. It's behind me. And that as we go down into the old, uh, into the waters, it's like that, that old me is being buried. It, it's, it's death. It, it's over. It's going down in those waters and being buried. Then rising out of the water, you're identifying with the resurrection of Christ, that we're rising up to a new life. A resurrection is taking place in our lives uh, where we're now on a new journey where we will serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You remember that passage of Scripture says that you are now new creatures in Christ Jesus when you come to that place in faith. And you're kind of symbolizing that as you go down on the waters of baptism and then you come up, that you're rising up to say, I'm a new creature. I'm a new person and I'm now following Jesus Christ. The book of Romans describes it this way. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Just taking a couple of verses out of there. You can read the whole chapter. Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus and baptism, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. 
And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. So water baptism is demonstrating your identity in Christ, uh, that you are now a child of God. You are now a follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, it identifies with his, his death, that you're being buried as you go down to the waters. You're burying your past. You're burying the old self, and you're rising up out of the waters with a new life, a, a new joy, a, a new service where you're going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ from that day forward. Then lastly, water baptism demonstrates God's blessing over our lives. You know, when we do something that honors God, that's obedient to God, that brings pleasure to God, that pleases Him and brings us into an atmosphere where God can show us His favor and His blessing just like in the story when Jesus is baptized. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. says, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. You know, when Jesus was baptized, the heavens were open. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him along with a voice declaring God's pleasure over his son. And I think as you, you see that, there's some things that I believe take place even in baptism uh, that we see the same thing kind of take place. When we get baptism, you know, I think we should be expecting an open heaven, a blessing uh, to come from God, where, where God uh, speaks favor over us, where God says, yes, this is my child. This is my son. This is my daughter now. They've chosen to follow me. And I think that's all part of a blessing uh, that comes uh, when we're baptized. I believe as well as the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus, you will note that a lot of the passages that speak about water baptism also then go right into uh, the promise of the Holy Spirit coming upon us as well. And I think a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit is a good thing to be expecting as we go through the waters of baptism and to say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you to fall on me like you fell on Jesus and to touch me today. And, uh, you know, you'll see that throughout the various passages uh, of Scripture. Acts 2, 38, just being one of those, where Peter replies, each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So certainly, water baptism is a gateway to greater things in the Spirit. And then the last area I, I think we should expect as we're baptized is that God speaks assurance over us. Uh, with Jesus, uh, the Heavenly Father said, this is my Son who brings me great joy. And I think on water baptism, there comes a fresh assurance that we are God's children and that God has good plans for us and God's going to help us to live for him and to follow him the rest of the days of our life and even to speak over us. So water baptism is an act that can bring us into an atmosphere of blessing, of favor, hearing God's voice better in our lives. It's a good thing all around. So in closing this morning, Water baptism is a beautiful act of consecration, commitment, obedience, favor. And every Christian should be baptized, especially as we think of the significance 
and symbolism of water baptism. And when you think about that, well, why wouldn't we get baptized? Because baptism does demonstrate repentance, does demonstrate that we're turning from sin, that we're going to change our lives. Baptism uh, does demonstrate turning to God and that we've come to a place where we now believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, Baptism demonstrates obedience, uh, that we're being obedient to God and following in his ways and to be baptized just as Jesus was baptized. Baptism identifies as well that we're a child of God. It identifies with the death and the resurrection of Christ, that we're saying goodbye to the old self and we're rising up to a new life and a new way of living. And then, of course, baptism demonstrates an opportunity for the blessing of God over our lives. So if you haven't been baptized yet, I want to encourage you to really think about it and make a decision to be baptized today. We got it coming up on the 21st, and I realize that, you know, when we set a date like that, sometimes that doesn't work for everybody. Uh, So if it doesn't work for you, still go to the meeting uh, here, and you can talk with Pastor Chris about, could there be another date that we could do a baptism as well? And uh, we can make those kinds of arrangements there for you. And if you've never invited Jesus uh, Christ into your life or never made a profession of belief in him, again, isn't it time? You, you can do that even now just as we're here in this congregation as you're listening. A, a simple uh, prayer to Jesus would be, Jesus, I ask you to come into my life today. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I ask you that you would help me to live for you every day of my life. I now commit my life to you, and I welcome you into my life in Jesus' name. It does not be a prayer exactly like that. Any prayer will do that comes from the heart. But if you open up your heart to Jesus today, then you can be baptized. Uh, If we had the tank here this morning, you could be baptized right away. But it's going to be in a couple more weeks. And so if that's you and you want to be baptized, I really encourage you uh, to take that step of faith. And if you're here today and, and maybe you walked away from the Lord for a while and uh, you've come back to God and, and you're kind of feeling like, you know what, I, I, I kind of missed that up. I, I would like another opportunity to just be baptized, to declare afresh that I believe in Jesus and I am going to serve the Lord. And maybe you're baptized as a kid and, uh, you know, now you're older and adult that you have a greater understanding and so you'd like to do that or for whatever reason that might be but if you're feeling impressed uh, in your heart that you need to go through those waters again uh, again just go to that meeting and we'd love to help you out on that as well and so I want to encourage you this morning uh, after our service here which will end shortly to go in this room if you would like to be baptized just so we can sign up and be ready for that and they can share a few things about you know, what to expect uh, when you're baptized. First, most important thing, uh, the water will be warm, guaranteed. And uh, that's a good part of it, that it's warm water. And uh, you will get immersed, so you will go under. Your face will get wet as well. And so uh, we can kind of talk about all of that. But that's going to come up May 21st. And so if you're interested, uh, please let us know. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the testimony of baptism. And I thank you, Lord, that we have an opportunity to publicly tell people that we believe in Jesus Christ. 
and that we have decided to follow him. And so, Lord, I just pray here this morning that, Lord, for people that need to be baptized or rebaptized, I pray that, Holy Spirit, that you would work in their lives and you would just confirm to them that, yes, this is something I need to do. And that, Lord, it won't be something that just comes and then the thought goes away, but, Lord, it'll be a pressing thought to them that, Lord, that they'll know, that they'll know, that they'll know that this is something I need to do. And, Father, we just want to pray for all those that are considering baptism as well, that, Lord, that you would bless them, uh, Lord, that you would increase their faith, God, that you would help them to live for you, that you would help them to be strong for you. And, and Lord, we pray as well that, uh, Lord, uh, looking forward to that day, that literally, Lord, as they go down into the waters, that, Lord, their past really will be buried. Lord, the, their mistakes, their failures, all that things will be covered. Lord, never to, to bother them again, uh, never to uh, be used by the enemy again, where he likes to come along and say that you're a failure, you know, you messed up, and all those thoughts that he likes to uh, condemn us with. That, Lord, that those thoughts will just be totally buried, gone, and will rise up to a new faith, a new life, and you, Jesus. So, Lord, we just uh, pray your blessing again upon each person that has come here today. We, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we've had to gather. And we're just going to pray, God, your blessing on people. And, Lord, especially on those that are considering baptism today. And we just give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.